0: But it starts with your mindset. It starts with how you think and understanding that you have what it takes to grow your business. This is the J.P. Maroney Audio Vault. All right, let's talk about your new hyper-growth business builder mindset. And as we get started, I want to say that it really does start in your mind. It starts with your thoughts. Um, I have a favorite phrase. I think I mentioned it on one of the calls uh, last week or the week before. That my favorite quote, my mentor said this to me several times. I say it from the stage. Um, he heard it many, many, many years ago from uh, a sergeant or someone that he was in the military under. And this phrase has stuck with me, and it's there in your handouts, um, and it's on page one. It says, if you want to be a master at anything, study what the masters have done before you. Learn to do what they have done. Have the courage to do it, and you can be a master just like them. What that means is if you want to be a master at growing your business, all you have to do is study success, model success. Have the guts to go out and do it, and you can be a master business builder, but it starts with your mindset it starts with how you think and understanding that you have what it takes to grow your business. you know some of the the benefits of participating in this first module um, are that this program will help you develop the right mindset for hyper growth I think that 's important it'll help you demystify the reality of massive growth and, I hope, sort of unravel the confusion and the puzzle of what it takes to really grow. Um, It'll help you define precisely where your business is today. I think that's important that you do so that you can know where you're headed. It'll help you decide where you want to take your business, beginning now and before we're finished with today's module, you will identify, hopefully, some of the barriers that may be holding you back. But if you turn to page two, let's talk about are you really ready for hyper growth? See, I find that most entrepreneurs aren't ready and most of the time it's simply because they haven't got the mindset right. And what I mean by that is that most entrepreneurs don't really either believe that they are capable of growing or don't believe that they deserve to grow. And so I want to take away those excuses and and throughout this eight-module program, show you that you have the knowledge to grow and talk to you about what it takes to grow, but then you have to have the mindset that says, yes, I believe I can do this with the right help, the right mentorship, the right guidance, I can make this thing happen. But it all starts with what you're thinking in, inside. I have a, a favorite phrase. You might write that down in your capture your thoughts section on the right of your handout. I have a favorite phrase that says, whatever you want other people to think and feel, you must be thinking and feeling it first. That means if you want other people to think that your business is amazing and that you offer fantastic products and services and that you are you know, the gift to the marketplace, then you have to believe that first. So my question for you as we start this is, what do you think about your business? How do you feel about your products and services? How do you feel about the people you serve? Do you care about them? Are you concerned with them? Are you in it on a mission or just out for a commission? Are just out to make money, or do you really care about the people that you're serving? see, I find that if if you're not if you're starting with the the money and I am very don 't get me wrong I'm extremely money motivated but I find that if you are starting with the money and not starting with the needs and problems and challenges of the people you serve, that they know it. They know it very, very quickly, whether they contact you by phone, they go to your website, read your materials – or they interact with you in person in some way. People can tell. They can tell if you're authentic or synthetic very, very quickly. They know very fast what's going on. So it starts with your attitude. It starts with the attitude of the people that work in your organization. Um, I don't know how many of you have ever been told in your life to change your attitude, uh, but I doubt very seriously that anyone ever defined for you what an attitude was, so so I'm going to define it for you here. An attitude is, and you can write this down, an attitude is an outer expression of an inner feeling communicated to other people at 7,200 images a minute. An attitude is an outer expression of an inner feeling. What that means is what you're thinking, feeling, and experiencing on the inside will come out and will be experienced by other people. They will think and they will pick up on what you're thinking and feeling. Two things determine a person's success in life. One of the thoughts that occupy your mind, two are the people with whom you associate. If you're sitting there saying, "JP, what in the heck does this have to 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 do with growing our business?" Well, if you're going to get the mindset right, number 1, you got to get the thoughts in your mind right, but number 2, you have to be associated with and hanging around the right kind of people. Uh, and that includes your cohorts your your partners your your uh people that you're your friends socially and it also includes the people that work for and with you in your business um i have a, a thing I teach called 10 things to know about people. One of those 10 things to know about people is called the law of emotional gravity. The law of emotional gravity states that one negative person can pull down five positive people, but five positive people can't pull one negative person up. If you have people in your life, in your business, that are surrounding you who do not support what you're doing, who do not support the business, the growth potential of the company, then unless, I guess, it's your spouse, you need to get those kind of people out of your life or at least limit your exposure to them. And what I mean by that is that it's it's tough enough to grow a company, much less to set big goals and to begin to think very uh, aggressively in terms of how you can grow your business and then get around someone, whether it's an employee or a partner or a friend or whatever, and then make negative comments and say, you know, are you crazy? Do you really think that's possible? I mean, I am an extremely, extremely big thinker. When over the years we have set monster goals, um, I, I think it's Jim Collins in his book uh, "Built for Growth" or "Built to Last," I think is what it's called. He um, talks about big, hairy, audacious goals. We've done that in our business, and I teach people to do that. And the last thing you need is for someone to come along and tell you that it's not possible or that you're being unrealistic or that you should uh, be more practical. You know, I I believe practical sucks, (laughs) and if you want to be practical, you're going to build a practical or a mediocre business, but if you set big goals and begin to believe that you can do amazing and great things with that business, then the sky is the limit. I take people all the time who are struggling to stay afloat with one location, and we help them all of a sudden to transition in mindset and thinking that this business can't just survive and thrive as as a location, but we could take this thing uh, statewide or nationwide or regional or have more locations in our town, and all of a sudden the business they see it through a new set of eyes, and it's so much bigger than they originally thought possible. I spoke to someone here a while back who has a, I think, a very amazing proprietary sales, uh, not sales training, but uh, uh, training process and the way he sells his training. And I told him, I said, I think that not only do you have the potential to build an, an information marketing empire, But you also have the potential to train other people to be mentors or to be trainers or coaches utilizing your systems, license that information to them and create large passive income streams that come from all over the world straight back to you and build an entire publishing empire around that. His mind was blown, and I guess what i'm 'm saying is I know that whether you 're in the information business or you run as I know a person on this call you run a, an automotive service company, whatever it is that you're doing in that business uh, whether you're you're keying locks or whether you're uh selling training programs or whether you're in the jewelry business or whether you're in the men 's clothing business, no matter what it is that you're doing you've got to begin to see your business through a fresh set of eyes and and really understand that it can be it can be much larger so the thoughts that occupy your mind and the people with whom you associate um it it, it starts with the, you know, that attitude and that inner feeling. So if you have negative thoughts in your mind, and someone emailed me about that here a while back, was how do you control the self-defeating thoughts? How does an entrepreneur grow when they have those? Um, one is that you've got to build your own confidence, hopefully through education and, and filling yourself with um, more knowledge through this program, but also being inspired in some way by me, that you can overcome those self-defeating thoughts. Because I believe that unless you have a crappy product or service or you don't care about people or you're a horrible person, unethical, and you're a crook, then I think you have a chance to make it. Unless you're one of those things and your product sucks, you have a chance to make it. So if you've got a great product, you care about people, you're a good, honest, uh, worthwhile person to do business with, then let's go grow your business. Uh, What is, you can finish out page two, what is the hyper-growth mindset? What does that mean? Well, the first thing is understanding and living what I call the slide-edge principle. The slide-edge is simply the willingness, the the, uh, passion, the ability to do at least a little more than others are willing to do. I have a favorite quote by... um, Longfellow, Henry David Longfellow, fellow that says, the heights by great men reached and kept were not attained by sudden flight, but they, while their companions slept, were toiling upward in the night. He said, the heights by great people, not mediocre people, not average people, not people satisfied with status quo, but great people had reached and kept. There's a key phrase. They kept doing it, kept doing it. He said it wasn't attained through overnight. It wasn't attained overnight. But while their companions slept, while other people slept, they toiled upward in the night. I find that the the great business builders are those who are willing to go further and do the extra things to build their business, to serve their customers, to create a better product. Um, and and people who try to get by and be mediocre and try to be in line with status quo. Either stay stagnant or ultimately decline altogether. Uh, one of my favorite movies is *The Pirates of Silicon Valley*. With uh, it, it talks about the early days of Apple and Microsoft and the whole background with Palo Alto and all the early days of personal computing. And there's a, a character of Bill Gates played on that movie, and he's off stage and makes a statement. It's it's always stuck with me. He says, "Success is a menace. It fools smart people into thinking they can't lose." And the the worst thing that can happen is for you to have a business, you've been in business for five years, three years, five years, 10 years, 20 years, 50 years, as some of my clients, over a 100 years, and you become satisfied with where you are and you become somewhat jaded and believe that you've done what you need to do to build and grow and, and maintain your business. And let someone else come in and take it away from you by activating that slide-edge principle. And yet instead, you've got to to... When you talk about hyper-growth mindset, it means having this slight-edge mindset where you are willing to do at least, at minimum, what others aren't willing to do. I found that successful people are people who have formed the habit of doing what failures dislike doing and will not do. One more time. Successful people are people who have formed the habit of doing what failures dislike doing and will not do sometimes it's uncomfortable sometimes you have to work hard and ultimately your goal is to build a business that you don't have to work hard but you can work smart and and also reap some of the rewards while having a personal life but in the beginning some of this stuff is hard work it takes extra effort to go through this that's why I find far too many people go away from seminars or come out of training programs or whatever and don't do anything it 's because all of a sudden they realize how much work it is And so when we talk about the slide-edge principle, it's taking that little bit of extra effort and putting it on top of what you're doing. Number two is to take the caps off. What we mean by take the caps off is we mean if if you have been stifled at a particular level in your business, then you have to remove that cap. That means if you've only been able to sell a certain amount, for whatever reason – that could be infrastructure, it could be the type of marketing that you're doing, um, it could be um, the type of people that you have involved in your business, but there's some cap there's some cap to your growth uh, It could be that your business revolves strictly around you you've got to take those caps off if you want to have that hyper growth. Number three is removing the self imposed limitations. These are caps that you put on yourself. Through the way you think, and we've talked enough about thoughts that occupy your mind. But I just want to remind you that many times the the lack of growth. We'll watch businesses all of a sudden. It's kind of like the four minute mile. We'll watch businesses that just kind of stall along and don't do a whole lot and they just kind of uh, meander through life and never really produce any great success. All of a sudden, I come in, we start working with them, we tweak a few things, but the main thing that changes is how the, the entrepreneur thinks, and all of a sudden, the business just explodes. And you look back and you go, well man, we're not doing that many different things. Uh, what, what changed? Well, in, in the beginning, we took off the limitations that that entrepreneur had placed on themselves or what they felt the business was capable of doing. Number four is open your mind to new possibilities. You're going to hear me say some things in this program and in our one-on-ones, if you've got that coming to you, in our one-on-one sessions together. You're going to hear me saying some things to you that may seem strange and may sort of stretch you and may make you feel like, hmm, I don't know if I really want to try that, if that would work. That's different than anything we've ever done in the past. The, the hyper-growth business growth mindset means opening your mind to new possibilities, new ways to market, new ways to create your product, new ways to structure your product, new ways to price your product, uh, new ways to look at the message that you're sending out to the marketplace. I spoke with one of my clients. He's in Australia. and I spoke with him yesterday, and he had sent me an ad that they had planned to run in uh, like a weekly paper he wanted me to give him some insight and and feedback on it and I I took a look at it and he had put one particular headline on it but down further buried in the copy was the headline I mean I, I just saw it crystal clear and it had a story behind it and it was amazing it was a huge hook and I brought it to his attention, and immediately, of course, he he said, look, you're the expert on this stuff. I, I don't know anything about this. Um, of course we'll try it. So... You know, sometimes I see things differently than what other people see it, and there are other me- mechanisms and methods for growing and marketing and promoting your business. So just opening your mind to those new possibilities. Number five, becoming adaptable to change. There are uh, major, major changes taking place in industries around the world. And I don't know where you are today today. You know, one, each of us could go one at a time and speak one-on-one about what your business is doing and where you're trying to get in your business. And you could tell me of changes that are taking place. I have a client who is, most of his income is derived from billing uh, medical billing to the government. And over the last few uh, last year or so, major, major changes have cut the amount that they can bill to the government for these particular services, and therefore he's delivering the same amount of work and doing the same type of of service, providing the same level of care, and yet making less money. You've got to adapt. And if your business is caught in that, if technology is changing it, if changes in customer mindset are changing it, if all of a sudden you have gone from being the easy, you know, the big fish in a little pond to becoming a nobody in a global marketplace because now your customers and clients have choices at their fingertips with phone or computer, you have to adapt and change with the times. And that's the mindset that's required to really pull this off. Number six, finally, is having a combination of both knowledge and action. If you remember on one of the calls that I did over the last couple of weeks, I said far too many people believe that knowledge is power. I survey my audiences all the time and I say, How many of you believe that knowledge is power? And people will raise their hands and I say, Well, it's, that's really a lie, it's a myth. Knowledge isn't power and it kind of startles people. And you may be just as startled sitting here listening to this call and hearing me say that. But the fact is that knowledge alone will do zero for you. In fact, I I have a favorite phrase. I say, information without implementation leads to depression. <laughs> the fact is is that if you have lots and lots of information and knowledge and you do nothing with it, then your success is severely limited in life. Um, and yet... You know, if you have lots of action and you don't have the right knowledge, then you're going to be a very frustrated and confused person. So you've got to have a mix of them. You have to have the right knowledge, and then you also have to take action. On what you've learned in order to create the kind of growth that you want in your business. So, are you really ready for hyper growth? It starts with your attitude. It starts with your thoughts in your mind, and it starts with making sure that you've surrounded yourself with good people, that you're interacting and masterminding and brainstorming and and studying best practices with good people, and it it starts with getting that mindset. Right. You've been listening to the J.P. Moroni Audio Vault.